Hello and welcome to episode 7 of season 2 of Existential. And today we talk about beauty as a competition. But before I dive in, I want to thank you so, so, so much for joining. And happy holidays and please enjoy the episode. Alright, so hello everybody. It's been a while. Um, today is Memorial Day, so happy holidays uh, for those of you in America. Happy holidays especially. Um, so today we discuss beauty being a competition. This is a this has been a, a high performing topic in the past uh, on the show, and always like kind of touching touching back on it because I think it's a very very important important social trait just in society and an important an important trait to kind of solve within. Um, it's very important because the more we deal with people, the more we realize what a large and massive and crucial role our looks seemingly play in, in just in human structure, you know, in, in our chess game of, of society. So beauty is a competition. So we're going to discuss some ideas of why. So number one, and by the way, beauty, I, when I generally talk about beauty, I'm talking about the being good looking, right? Both men and women, women looking beautiful and men looking handsome, right? Both, both of these attributes, right? So the language of superiority in many ways, is beauty, right? You go outside. Uh, who gets better? Who gets a better job interview? Who is portrayed better on, in media? Who I mean, who looks like the Hollywood star? Do, do you see anybody particularly not good looking in Hollywood? Ah, uh, no, you don't. You, 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 everybody there is is handsome or beautiful, right? Everybody there is astoundingly good looking, unless they're there for a specific role, right? But those who thrive in, in, in the culture of Hollywood in the long term are never are, are never ugly, right? They're a pleasure to look at. They're a pleasurable sight, right? So there's there's obviously there's a natural physical appeal uh, to to being to being good looking, right? And that kind of translates to the way people treat you. Right, so this is why it's become such a heated competition. It's become such a heated competition, but that's outside, right? The language of superiority again is being good looking. There's a language, and everybody who you know, some people look better, some people don't look as good, right? And that's very, very that can very easily turn into a competition inside, right? It's one thing to suggest, and to one thing to you know to make okay that hey, you know, a lot outside. Of course, whoever's better looking typically, you know, has a much cleaner road ahead. But it's very, it's much more of a, of a, sli- a, sl- a more slippery slope to suggest that, you know, it's actually inside. It's the, the, the battle actually turns around and becomes an inside battle. Because when it, you know, when we, it, when, when we become so passionate about a battle, when we become so passionate about something, it requires our inter a real internal competition it requires a real internal, uh, real strong, powerful uh, wherewithal and fortitude that a lot of us both don't have and don't want to have. Right? We don't. A lot of us don't want to compete about our looks, but in a way, we're kind of forced externally to to do such to do as such. Right. So here's the here's the main here's the cream of the crop here. Right. Why do good look Why do good looking people have it tough? This is a really really interesting question. Why do good-looking people have it tough? Now, this this actually 
this is a pretty interesting question because a lot of people think that you know, uh, as we mentioned just earlier, that good looking, better looking people have a better looking future, right? That that's really entire. They get better jobs. They um, they both get better jobs. They're more presentable. People tend to like them more. They have they command more of a physical presence. Uh, I mean, it, it, it just it goes on and on, right? Why do good people look? Why do good looking people have it tough? And this is an interesting one, and actually a pretty difficult one to articulate. But but here it goes. So I think that it's a it's a twofold answer. Number one, no matter who you are, no matter the way you look, everybody needs validation. Everybody needs a sense of validation. Everybody needs to be accepted and needs to be validated. Every boat needs a place to dock, right? No matter if it's a if it's the Queen Mary. Or if it's just uh, a small yacht, or if it's just, say, uh, a yacht—not uh, a yacht, um, life raft, <laughs> whatever it's called. Everybody, every boat needs a place to dock, no matter how good looking, how small, how big, how ugly. Everybody needs a place to dock. There is this universal need for validation. Everybody needs validation. Not everybody is good looking. Now. Here's where things kind of get here's where things kind of expand. Beauty is a competition. It is a worldwide competition. It is an instinctual competition. Beauty is interesting because beauty is such a respected attribute everywhere it almost seems like it could give us a place to dock to. It's, you know, beauty is such a massive, massive, massive um, pedestal that it almost seems like everybody who is good looking has almost a free pass to social respect, has a free pass to internal respect when they're respected externally, right? And that's the real challenge, right? So people who are good looking have it tougher mentally because it's an e- it's very 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 easy to try to redeem yourself it's very easy to try to redeem yourself in life in terms of validation and your own acceptance when you're good looking you go to a party and you don't really feel good about yourself hey you just you fix up your hair a little bit and uh, you know, you tuck in your shirt, or you put on a certain jacket, or uh, you, you know you, you dress up the, the you know, dress up the way you do, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You do all these external things, and you kind of just admire the way you look. You admire the way you look, and you kind of feel everybody around you. You kind of get this high, this adrenaline high, of everybody around you. Every single person who. You know, everybody who respects good-looking people, you kind of, in a way, have their acceptance, right? So as opposed to if you're if you aren't as good-looking, you go in the mirror, what do you have to show for yourself, right? That's the whole point, is good-looking people, even if they don't believe they have anything to show for themselves, they have their looks. That's an automatic A+. That's an automatic stamp of approval that people who aren't as good-looking don't really have that resource so accessible, right? So it, in a way... This is this is again. This is a specific idea about going backwards to go forwards. Sometimes being not being good looking doesn't give you anything to latch onto, right? Sometimes when you're not good looking, you don't get the validation of being good looking. So it brings you even more so to the conversation of how you can actually get the true validation, as opposed to 
uh, as opposed to the good-looking person, he has to or she has to legitimately do a lot of work to unearth that need for validation, to literally work and unearth and discover, rediscover that need for validation that's been hidden in all the actual external resources he or she has in order to obtain the internal validation you need. Right? That's the whole issue. That's the real problem, is the actual need for validation doesn't go anywhere. It's the same in good-looking people and not good-looking people. But the good-looking people have something to latch onto. They can tell themselves, hey, you know, everybody who admires good-looking people, right, the whole world, you know, in more in a more um, self-talk type of language, in more self-talk type of language, people can tell themselves, hey, every, hey, I mean, everybody loves good-looking people. Or everybody can re- not only appreciates, but respects good-looking people. Everybody respects good-looking people, right? So, so hey, therefore I'm respected, right? The kind of you kind of artificially, you know, not in a real way, kind of quasi fake, not real, not really, but you know, kind of like a deep fake. You generate the respect, you generate reactions. Hey, what do people think of me? What would people think of me? Instead of people kind of being comfortable with themselves from the inside out, they fill themselves from the outside in. Right. This only furthers and exacerbates the very depraved state of of emotional well-being. That's the real issue. Right. That is a legitimate issue that many people who are good looking deal with. Right. And people start building careers on top of it, too. People start building careers. They want to be a model. They want to do this. They want to show themselves off on social media. Right. But they want to show their pictures off and, and their picture gets a bunch of likes. So therefore, they're liked. Therefore, I'm liked. You comment on the way I look. It's an immediate. It's an immediate bridge from from outside to in, right? And not to say that being good looking is is a is, you know, is a bad thing. Of course not, you know. But I think there's something to be said for it, at least in first world culture that it is something that is overly respected because there's a need for it, right? For every person that respects it, it feels like there's a need for it. There's one person that needs that respect, and that's why it's it's almost such a such a, a booming market, emotional market, if you will. Right? It's not really you know people say people use the term market obviously in business and in, in terms of commerce and all that. You know, it's a good market. It's you know it's a weak market. Buyers market sells whatever, but it also works you know in emotional terms. This is a booming market. This is a booming emotional market. People are able to actually latch on to that because it's a booming market. There's a big need for respect for being for good-looking people, and there's a lot of respect to be given around for good-looking people, right? So why good-looking people have it tough is because even though, even if the boat doesn't know how to dock, it can dock at a city, it can dock at a port where everybody at that port will admire the boat. Even if the Queen Mary doesn't know where to dock, where to dock itself, how to dock. It can dock at a port that everybody at that port will applaud them because of how good looking the boat is, even though it doesn't know how to, even though the boat doesn't know how to dock, even if the boat is, is dysfunctional inside. Right? So that's that's really, really the issue. Uh, it's it's an easy way 
right? It's an easy way to redeem yourselves when you lost, right? So what do we do at parties? A lot of us will kind of, you know, a lot of us, let's say you're overweight, will kind of squeeze in or push in their stomach slightly. They'll put in their stomach or they'll they'll uh, erect their posture or they'll fix their hair super quickly or um, let's say they're feeling super mad, right? This is everywhere. It's not just good, not just uh, people who uh, are, you know, struggling with some some weight issues, but everybody who, let's say, you're having an, a rough emotional day, or you're feeling you're feeling uh, internally neglected. People are feeling bad. People are feeling disrespected. People are feeling offensive. People are feeling offended, right? Everybody who, who everybody who experiences these these type of emotions. Um, really do uh, really tend to to make themselves the best looking as possible they wear a super nice jacket outside they wear they'll they'll do all these i mean they, this may sound like a weird example but for those of i mean everybody who understands this idea understands what it is right people will wear nicer jackets people will wear super nice clothing people will make sure they look their best because that's what they have to show for themselves that's what they have to show for themselves people who are good looking have a very strong hiding place Good-looking people and wearing a leather jacket. Of course, I mean, who's not, who's not going to respect them, right? People don't want negative traits inside, you know, to be recognized outside. People don't like that. So what happens is people have people start doing hiding places. They start running to, to being good-looking. They start running to different attributes that they can latch onto, right? So latch onto so much, and it's so sometimes the hiding place, sometimes the dock, sometimes the port is so believable. That people actually, you know, kind of really invest in themselves in, in in that specific attribute. They really think they can get, they kind of reap the mine of validation at that specific port. When in fact, it, that's not really what gives it, right? So why do good, why do uglier people? Or I'm sorry, uh, not not as good looking people have it uh, much easier in this way? Is because they don't have that big a hiding place. That's why untalented people don't have as big a hiding place. Right. This is why people people who don't experience these socially admired beliefs or socially admired uh, attributes and, and traits have it much easier because they don't have a hiding place to go to. They don't have to distract themselves with all these different these different doors, these different these different uh, you know tubes of, of and different ports of just crazy crazy um, you know validative uh, validative schemes essentially right so people don't have to focus uh people who don't have those don't have to focus on that and that brings you that much closer to really focusing on the problem and getting through it right so in a way there's an argument for both sides so i guess everyone can be happy now um uh funny oh well there is a you know there are a lot of fireworks so i i do apologize um i have apologized because uh this is a amazing holiday um but but yeah, I mean that's that's really that's really the entire point about beauty being a a competition, right? Beauty being a legitimate competition, and this is why it's such a competition. Again, for the validation, for the place to dock, for people to be admired and respected is such an easy way. It's an odd and peculiar and bizarre almost idea to think about. But that's legitimately what happens, right? That's legitimately what happens. Everybody, you know. If you're not good looking yourself, has a buddy who's good looking, or has you know has friends who are good looking, etc. And you know, go ahead, go ahead and bring this up. Go ahead and and you know, politely ask in what way this has helped them mentally, or in what way they not come to yeah, I mean, in a way, come to terms with this 
in a way come to terms with the with the with how good looking they are right because in many ways being good looking is a very powerful trait and people tend to abuse power not in the way we typically think but in the way that they can use that good looking uh, that good looking uh, attribute to resort to when things are bad they can use it as an, as an escape from not looking good inside right it's just this it, people are so crazy in this way people are just so wild and and humans are just literally just from this just from this small little uh, tidbit of how of how beauty is a competition and we learn so much of how people are just so multifaceted people are just so wild in their head people are just so out there and it's just such a a crazy crazy world inside right and how do you, how do you know how do you know it's a crazy world inside because it's a crazy world outside right beauty is a competition just for that reason and uh, and with that we are going to close so happy holidays and thank you so 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 much for listening our support helps be sure to share this podcast with all your friends and family and be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of existential